Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again about episode 18 of Love Island Australia, season one. Now, a little bit of a come down today from the last couple of episodes, so where do you want to start? I think it was just probably best to bookend, hopefully, the end of the Grant Cassidy and Taylor trilogy of... Uh, trilogy triangle of shit that's going on. I mean, we had a bit of a dust up at the start, didn't we? So we had the fallout from the votes and everything, and we'd seen it last night. But there was a proper divide, wasn't there? So Grant sat with like Teddy, uh, Taylor, and Millie, and then you've got everyone else there. And I must admit, Dave, I don't know what's happened between Grant and Eden. I know we had the punch up and stuff, but he just doesn't like each other now, do they? They're not even entertaining. And Eden's there stirring it up but if anybody's going to stir it up Dave it's good old Erin and she's there right in the back of fucking Cassidy telling her what to say telling her everything to say and I love the next day when they're all getting ready and Millie just starts giving it Cassidy don't she she don't give a fuck and she's giving it to her and then Taylor has a pop at her and Taylor does that like smile sort of like that I want to kill you smile in the mirror but <laughs> Cassidy I think I think what it is Dave looking at it today Cassidy I don't think she actually wanted to do what she did. I just think Erin has got to her and egged her on that much that she's felt she's had to do it because you can clearly see that she's really uncomfortable about it. She's trying to be hard-facing a bitch, but when you watch her in the VTs and that, she's really struggling to keep it together. And I think, I just think that's the influence of Erin. She's really done a number on her to score shit. And then Erin has got the nerve to slate. Taylor and that saying, oh, blah, and Slayton Granite's like, you were, if that happened to you, you would have fucking absolutely ripped Eden's balls off if someone had come in and done <laughs> yeah. that. It's just nonsense. It's so hypocritical, but fucking great TV, Dave. It bloody is. And I said, I'm sure it was yesterday, you know, this is a bit like Game of Thrones, isn't it? Because you've got all these different alliances. And, you know, does Eden really have a problem with, with Grant or is it just because... Eden and Erin are so close. He's always going to have Erin's back. And so Erin finds herself at the minute aligned with Cassidy until it's, you know, convenient not to, I'm sure. And, and so he did seem to be going above and beyond to be a bit of a prick, you know, and sort of shouting things. So, you know, over the pool, the, the other crowd could hear him. But he did have this massive divide. And, you know, you got people like Josh trying to be Switzerland and just avoid it all. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, like I say, Eden's always going to have Erin's back. I'm not going to be as forgiving with Cassidy as you are. I, I, whether she's been kind of egged on to doing that, I don't know. Because we'll get onto the yoga in a bit. I'm sure. I, I don't know. I think once she's got the bit between her teeth, Cassidy, I think that's it. She's gone. <clears throat> she is absolutely struggling. And I do worry a bit about her uh, kind of mental health because she's she's not behaving in a logical, linear way. Um, now, that that whole makeup scene at the beginning was probably my favourite bit of the episode. <clears throat> Sorry, Chris, got a frog in my throat. Um, <laughs> so I, I've not been Millie's biggest fan through this series, but I have to say for the last two episodes, I think she's absolutely nailed everything. You know, so 
again, I think that started with the whole Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy was saying, oh, can you move out of the way or something like that? It's, yeah, I will when I'm done. And then it all kind of ping-pongs back and forth from there. But it always gets to a point in the conversation or heated debate where Cassidy's got nothing and she's just like, oh, give it a break, you know, give it a rest or grow up or something like that because she's lost because Millie doesn't really have anything to apologize for. She's done absolutely nothing wrong. And then Cassidy reverts, reverts back to being nasty. And you're right. I thought I was fucking itching to jump on the call with you, Chris, because when Erin says, oh, guys, can we just give it a rest now? I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> you let the can of worms out. And now you're bored of it. So everyone else has to fall in line. Fuck off. You know, this is the drama that you've helped to create. So you're going to be uncomfortable like everyone else. You know. So, yeah, there was loads going on. I started making notes of that conversation, Chris, but there was just too much going on. <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. But it was tremendous, like tennis. It was back and forth, snipes, and I thought it was great. And Taylor, I do feel sorry for her because she's sat there. She's stewing. She's steaming. But she's trying to say nothing. And then, But then Cassidy's like prodding her as well. It's like, look, I've said nothing to you. Just, you know, she wants to say, just fuck off. But she's trying her best to hold it together and not show her that she's she's been upset by the whole, you know, Cassidy picking Grant thing. Yeah, and I think that's a good sort of description of the whole thing. I, and what's interesting, though, Dave, isn't it? Like, all of a sudden, I always say this with reality stuff, the mask starts dropping on people and the real personalities come out. And I, I'm blaming it on Justin, Dave, because since he's left, it's become a fucking absolute <laughs> shit show, hasn't it? We've got, <laughs> it has we, to be fair. Yeah, like, he, he must have united the whole bloody villa because it, literally from the minute he left, and we know that's why Taylor and Millie had kicked off initially with Eden and Erin, but from that point, it's just gone to shit. We've got divided groups. We've got people not speaking to each other. Obviously, Cassidy. For me, Dave, and I keep saying Cassidy, I'm sick of saying a fucking name, but she's just offering nothing now. It's just purely nastiness, and I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't either, but... As we keep going back to him, we keep saying, it's fucking great TV, Chris. This is what we love. This is the drama, isn't it? Now, I don't know. I do think she should probably leave the villa. You know, if we say this is Love Island and people are there to, to, you know, find someone, develop these relationships and everything. So Cassidy, right now, she's offering nothing. She's just being nasty. She's, you know what's a little bit frustrating is she, she never offers the nastiness to Dom she's always yeah. kind of you know she always gives him a pass on everything and she directs her anger everyone else around Dom and he's just trying he even said didn't he dodged a bullet and I didn't quite see I didn't catch who it was but you know that got reported back to Cassidy and Erin and uh, they called Dom out on it and he was like yeah and, and then she's like Oh well, you know, you, you you don't know what you've let yourself in for because Millie's way more into you than you think, you know. And again, it's just like she she just can't fucking drop it. She just always has to have the last word. And when it when she's got nothing sensible to say, she just reverts to something that she thinks will cause damage, will cause offence, or something like that. But at no point has she said, "Look." You fucked me around, Dom. You made me think that you were into me, and you're not. 
you've shown no interest. She's never had that conversation with him. It, it, it's bizarre, Chris, how, how she's never called him out on it. It's funny that, you know, because you're right, because a few times Dom has been caught out for me, and you're so right, I picked up on that straight away. I was like, hang on. And again, though, it must be in everyone's contract. If you get a bit of gossip and they say, don't say anything, <laughs> fucking tell everyone. Because that's all that happens here. That it was, I don't know who it was, but literally straight away, somebody just blurted it out to Cassidy like he said he dodged a bullet. And he sits there, he's, he literally sat down five seconds later and just went, um, right, uh, you, did you say that? And he went, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, and no one says anything. No, like you say, he, he, I don't know why, why. They obviously have the favourites. He must be one of them guys that everyone likes. But he, I understand where he's coming from now more than I did a few episodes ago. However, there's still this sort of arrogance about him where he's just playing the game. He don't give a fuck. I think he's just there for a holiday, to be honest, Dave. Yeah, I, I think um, I think Millie said, didn't she? She's like, you know, if he finds someone, he'll, he'll be okay with it, but he's not that bothered if he doesn't, you know, and not the not the safest pick, really, or securest, I think she said. Um, but yeah, I thought, yeah, he, do, he doesn't give a shit. And, you know, he, even before the whole comment about dodging a bullet, he said, I'm so happy I'm not with that nutcase. You know, so <laughs> which, which I thought was particularly cutting. But, you know, the way she's behaving, what someone needs to pull her aside and have a word with her. Because, um, honestly, in that non-linear fashion, you know what it is, Chris, right? Let me take a step back. I think we might be venturing into territory where two blokes discussing this aren't quite going to get it. Yeah. So there might be women out there who say, no, uh, Cassidy's behaving well within her rights. And, you know, I'd be like that as well. Um, But two blokes that is behaving (laughs) like a bit of a nutcase. And you do feel in that situation like you've dodged a bullet, you know. So I, I just think... He doesn't give a fuck, but Cassidy's done nothing really to convince him that that he hasn't. You know, yeah. the, the only per, the only people probably who think he hasn't are probably I don't know, uh, Erin and Eden. It, it's funny, you know, because what you just said is what I thought. I thought the same, thinking would there be like ladies out there who'd be thinking, Chris and Dave, you pair of wankers. This is why you don't understand women. You know, we've been called out for that in the past, haven't we? So <laughs> yeah. I've, I honestly, I'm not just saying it because you said it. I genuinely thought that watching it, thinking, is, is it just us from a male bias towards Cassidy? And, and you know, I think she had cause to do what she did with Grant initially. There's no problem with that because Grant was just being a lying fucker. He got caught out by Taylor as well because she fell out with him for a day or so. Yeah. And he ended up back with Cassidy and he lied to Cassidy anyway. So she, I understand the baggage, the grief, the needle that's there between them. She as a person just needs to move on. I know it's difficult because you've seen him every day she's in a room with him. I can't imagine what that would be like. However... It's gone past it now. Everyone had moved on. Just move on. Try as best you can. You're on Love Island, like you say. You're trying to get the relationship and stuff. Just fucking leave it. But the fact that she keeps going back to that plaster and pulling it off, it's not helping her. As much as she thinks she's getting one over on Grant and now Taylor's obviously in her sights as well, it's hurting her as well. So it's just like, like you say, it's just ridiculous. And I think... You know, we've talked about her enough these last few episodes. She just needs to fucking either get with somebody or fuck off. That's the best thing to say. <laughs> but again, on the on the non-linear kind of path, you know, just being a bit strange or, or in, in a weird headspace. So the couple's yoga, Chris. I mean, it, yes. 
I, I, you could tell. So even before I heard some of the co- other comments from the the other villa, um, I was going to call them inmates. Then <laughs> the Islanders, <laughs> whatever we call them, um, Cassidy is like yelping out and laughing in this hysterical way and just being way over the top. And I thought, what the fuck are you doing again? It, it's all, it's all just a bit of a show. You know, she knows Grant doesn't want to be there. She said before he's probably not even going to do it. Well, he did do it. And then Taylor's right behind her. And then so she goes way over the top. And that's where I'm thinking, you know, how much of it is Erin just egging her on? And how much is it that she's just in this weird headspace that, that she just doesn't give a fuck who she upsets? She's like, it's like, um, I'm hurt. You hurt me. So all of my energy right now is going to do what I can to fuck you over because I want you to be as miserable as I am. Yeah, I I think you're right. I just think it's just, as you say, Dave, a woman scorned. You know what I mean? It's just, just, I just think for her, Dave, it's just sad seeing it now. It's just, you know, I've been annoyed watching it as as a fan of the show and loving the drama and that. But for her now, she just needs to let it go and just let it go when it's done. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, she absolutely does. And what I found interesting, Chris, was when a little bit later in the episode, so after the yoga, and like I say, lots of the Islanders were commenting on Cassidy and, you know, she was winding Taylor up loads, wasn't she? And whatever a game was, it's just made Grant and Taylor closer. And and I thought Grant did well. And again, since, you know, that first betrayal, and you could say, well, whatever he does after that, he's still a scumbag. But I think he's done all right. And the fact that he pulled Taylor aside, you know, and reassured her and let her vent a bit, you know, because she was absolutely steaming. She's trying to hold it together, um, she, you know, wanting to punch Cassidy in the face, you know, but she's doing it all in the diary room. She's not letting it be shown that how angry she is or else, you know, uh, Cassidy and Erin have won then, haven't they? So, yeah, I, I thought they did quite well. They don't seem phased by sleeping in the daybed outside. So, yeah, I, I think they've done all right. But like I say, it's the fact that all the other, I think Dom was one of the ones who's like, you know, what's, what's Cassidy playing at? You know, it's just ridiculous. But after that, when I think it was when uh, when we got the double dating, all the girls were, this is one of those set up pieces, Chris. So they're all huddled together on the, um, on the day beds, all of them, all of the girls chatting away like nothing's happened at all. And I'm like, yeah. you know, so you got Cassidy and Erin and Taylor and Millie and everyone's there. And, and you know, forget about Francoise. She's not much entertainment, is she? You've got Mac as well. It's the fact that they were all together just chatting happy as Larry. I thought, this is fucking set up, this. Yeah, yeah, it is set up. It's a fast, Dave, absolute fast and that that's where it loses a bit of a bit of something for me I, I totally agree it does it's just a weird one and it's good to watch if the if if the conversation is genuine I've said this before when you're watching these shows and and they're not trained to be interviewers or actors especially actors when they're just like you know they're doing a scene or whatever and you've got to act it out it's very wooden if they've been told to say a question like I think Grant said it when the guys went on the beach a few days ago and he said something I think to Eden and it was so it was as if he'd had to do it about five or six times before they went all right there's the take do you, do you know what I mean yeah. it was proper dodgy but it is 
and like I said to you, the first few series of Love Island are great. It's when it gets like when we've watched the UK one, it's so overproduced now, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was, you know, given what had happened just in the morning, you don't just fall into line that quickly, surely. I'm expecting those scabs are, are going to, uh, you know, keep getting picked off and we're going to keep coming back to that drama. But anyway, Chris, apart from Cassidy and that whole shitstorm around her, we actually got a couple of new girls in and they went off on a double date and Australia picked Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> went Jackson. Into my, Sean Connery there. Uh, Jackson and Josh. What did you make of that whole double date there? Um, I think it was all right. I mean, Jackson just looked like a biker. He was definitely going for the Jax Teller look again. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? He, but, he knows how his, uh, you know, he knows what his best features are. And actually, Taylor was doing him a favor there. She was sort of helping him get ready and stuff. And you know, I, I think he did look better when, uh, when he eventually went out. But yeah, it's, it's clear, you know, he's playing up the Sons of Anarchy thing. Yeah, big time. I think Josh looked pretty sweet with Amelia, though. I think that that looks like there could be someone there. However, when Amelia got in the villa, she did say, oh, I like Josh. He's really cute. I've seen Dom. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. You know? and, and that's what the girls on the on the daybeds were talking about. You know, they were speculating how Josh and Jax would be. And I think they've nailed him, haven't they? Because Josh, he seems to be that great first date guy. He's like really nice guy, you know, really sweet, very chatty, puts the girl at ease. Uh, but then they get wet for Dom. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was Amelia, wasn't it? And and uh, I think old Teddy is a bit sweet for Amelia as well. I thought it was an odd comment when uh, when they were doing a bit of truth or dare. And, you know, Josh and Amelia had a couple of kisses there. And Teddy said he found himself feeling jealous. Hmm. Uh- I don't know about Teddy Dave. I mean, what do you think of him? He just seems a bit of a bit of a drip, doesn't he? Really? I mean, a little bit. You know, he's he's, he's a decent enough looking lad, isn't he? I thought. Oh yeah, he could do do with some braces, maybe. But um, you know, I think, and you know, I think (laughs) I didn't say that. Fuck off, Dave. Oh, come on. We're not that PC I'm now, not, are we? I'm not, saying a word. I'm not saying a word. You're not disagreeing, though, are you? Um, no. So, um, yeah, he's just not done anything, has he? You know, Dom, even though he's he, he says he's got this Clint Eastwood sort of stoic look about him, but just because he's sort of a man mountain, built like a brick shithouse, he's caused ripples in the villa, you know, without having to say much. Whereas Teddy says a bit more, but he's just, it doesn't look like he's got a connection with anyone. And I can't see who he's going to have a connection with at all. You know, he'll probably have a couple of chats with Amelia and then she'll probably go back and decide uh, she fancies Dom and because and, Dom doesn't give a fuck. Uh, after he's, you know, had a few spooning sessions with Millie, I'm sure he'll move on to Amelia or someone else. So, yeah, I, I just thought it was an odd one, but I was glad to be honest to see Eden pull Teddy for a chat and actually man up a bit and just, I know you don't like that phrase, so sorry for using it, but, you know, actually just say, you know, 
some things were said and you know you took me off guard and whatever but you know I don't think you quite said we're cool but you know that's that's kind of what I heard he, I, I thought I thought it was good of him to actually do that Eden yeah I agree I agree and Dave we all say things don't we in the heat of the moment we all lose our temper I've said you're like, fucking speaking to that wanker again and then like two hours later you're like hey mate you're right you know because it just it's heat of the moment stuff at the end of the day isn't it he, his ego was dented more than anything yeah. else and that's all it was he just felt a bit vulnerable probably for the first time since he's been in the villa and Teddy's Dave I'm saying he's a drip he's just a nice guy but I don't yeah. think he's going to create any waves as far as I can see he's not going to step on anyone's toes so even though he did that at the start with Erin that's probably going to be him. He's just going to sit there unless he gets with someone else. I'm just not sure, but I just can't see he's got, he doesn't seem to have that uh, upfront approach that's needed in Love Island. You mean he's not an arrogant prick? Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I completely agree. He does seem like a nice guy. I mean, he was creating waves, you know, just in the swimming pool. And, uh, you know, when they were playing Truth or Dare, I thought it was a bit mean. I, I didn't see who it was. I, I think it might have been Millie. You know, so so they said, like, you know, they dared Amelia to kiss Josh. And, you know, um, they'd asked Shelby, would she hook up with Jackson? Um, you know, th- these are all fairly tame, fairly flirtatious things. And I thought it was a bit, bit of a see you next Tuesday trick to say to the new guy, uh, I dare you to jump in the pool with your clothes on. <laughs> it's like, because he's the new guy. He does it, you know, but I thought you wouldn't have asked Eden to do that, would you? No, no. And I think it's, again, this is what I'm saying. He's such a nice guy, Dave. I think he's just trying to please everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, I thought, I wouldn't call it bullying, but I just thought it was singling out the new guy and making him do something a bit more, and and just you know, daring someone to kiss someone else. You know, it's fucking Love Island. You know, that's that's a nice kind of dare, isn't it? You know, breaks down some walls, but you know, just getting him to jump in the pool and ruining his night. He's going to be fucking freezing and everything after. Yeah, I thought I was a bit mean. Yeah, it was to be fair. So Dave, we're going into episode nineteen now. That hill we were climbing up we are going down my friend it will soon be over <laughs> so if you want to contact us guys at cd reality cast on twitter and instagram if you want to email us cd at gmail.com today great episode of today we have some really good analysis of what's going on let's hope there's some proper drama tomorrow cheers chris well i'll see you tomorrow bye now <laughs>